Welcome to the Strength and Dignity Podcast, where we discuss Christian lifestyle, scripture, biblical concepts, and hear testimonies from various guests. I'm your host, Kelsey Pryor, and I hope you find encouragement, solid teaching, and thought-provoking concepts here. We're entering into a new series called Christian Lifestyle. This is a series where we discuss practical tips, biblical commands, and various teachings throughout scripture that can be applicable to anybody. Before we dive in, make sure you subscribe so you never miss a future podcast. All right, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Strength and Dignity Podcast. It is your host, Kelsey, here today. And I actually had a different plan for this podcast. As you can tell, if you're watching this in video, we are, again, super casual. Um, I'm kind of doing this spur of the moment, but there's a different topic that I did originally want to discuss. And I decided to switch it up a little bit. I'll still talk about that topic, but I'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, Something else has been on my heart today, something um, that's I've been thinking about just for a while and like the last week or so has just been rough you guys it has been rough I don't know when you're going to be listening to this but it is currently the first week of June 2020 and just like circumstances in the world have been rough stuff personally has been rough and it's just all around been like I think super draining emotionally and spiritually. And so I really didn't want to come on here with the original thing I wanted to share with you just because I, I'm honestly not in that posture to be like teaching anything right now. And so I just wanted you to come along and I wanted, I don't know if any of you guys are also kind of in the state of just, we're a little bit depressed at the state of the nation. We're a little bit, um, we feel kind of isolated because of social distancing, Corona stuff. And I think it's just, I mean, at least for me personally, it's just been, um, kind of a drag and I was doing I want to say that I was you know especially spiritually was doing um pretty well like honestly like the healthiest spiritually that I ever have been for like two or three weeks straight it was awesome I was soaking up every bit of it and that is when the enemy really comes in hard to hit you because he's like oh something good's happening here Jesus is really grabbing at her heart and that's not good for his plan and so I've been just personally been feeling under attack and then our world kind of feels under attack there's just so much um heartache everywhere and so anyways I just wanted to kind of share bring you guys along on some things I've been learning through all of this um and take more of a posture of bringing you alongside me instead of trying to like teach something because um I honestly just don't feel in that um position to be doing that right now um So I hope you'll bear with me. I really do have some cool things to share with you, though, that I have been learning. So I hope you can still get something out of this. I was thinking um, I have a whole prayer in my journal of kind of me yelling at God and just saying all the things I'm angry at him for. And in my head, I'm thinking, you know, he can take it. It's okay to be angry at God sometimes. Like, and I generally do believe that. Like, David's angry at God all the time in the Psalms. Like, half of them are just him being like, God, why are you doing this? I'm in all this anguish. Like, deliver me. And then I realized that my prayer just ended at kind of saying, why are you doing this? And it didn't have a deliver me conclusion. Like it didn't have a, a like a conclusion of surrender. Um, it was more of just like this kind of prideful arrogance, like, God, you're wronging me in some way and I don't like it. And I think it genuinely is okay to say that to God. Like, honestly, he can take it. He wants to hear your, your raw, your genuine heart. Um, But it's important, I think, that when we're, this is what I'm learning, um, when we're faced with a, with, um, 
a struggle that's bringing us to that point that we are also being brought to the point of on our knees in worship and praise and surrender and not just of defeat because we're not defeated. Jesus has the victory and there's nothing for us to feel defeated in um, when we're actually resting in Jesus. And I was losing sight of that. And so I kind of realized like, yeah, the Psalms are kind of littered with David yelling at God, but they're, they're always paired with some sort of praise. And so I wanted to find a direct example for you guys. So I opened my Bible right in the middle, right where I know where Psalms is. And the first thing that I opened to was Psalm 22. And it caught my eye because it's a popular Psalm um, that I haven't read in a while. And it starts with, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And you guys should all be familiar with that. It's one of the things that Jesus said on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And I remember when I learned that when Jesus said that, he wasn't just saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Back in those days, they had the scriptures, they had the Psalms, but they weren't split up into chapters like we have them. So he wouldn't have said, like, if he wanted to reference this chapter, he wouldn't have said, like, ah, Psalm 22. He would have said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And everyone would have known he's talking about that entire poem. He's not just talking about that line of the poem. And so I was reminded of that when I just read it. And... um as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what Jesus was saying on the cross. He wasn't just saying that God had forsaken him. He was saying everything else that this poem has to say. And of course, like I am, especially in the Old Testament, I took it directly to my Blue Letter Bible app, which if you don't have, I strongly suggest getting. And I read it in the original Hebrew and um, it was just I I had a few things that really stood out to me. That was just exciting for me um, after I've been in this like dry season to really feel like God's like, hey, it's okay to feel this way, but this is actually the truth. Like you might, you might feel, I don't know if I was feeling forsaken, but you might feel um, angry at me in some way and that's okay, but you need to pair it with the truth. You need to constantly be reminded that even when you're, especially when you're upset at God, that's when the enemy likes to get in there and lie to you about his character, lie to you about his ways and lie to you about his plans for you. And so I just wanted to read to you guys Psalm 22 since that's been super encouraging for me. So it says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. So I read that first part and I'm like, right, I'm right there with you, David, like, Yes. Um, And then he says, yet you're holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel, and you, our fathers, trusted. They trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. And it goes on and on. I encourage you guys to read the whole thing. But I just love how he, he says, like, I feel forsaken. You're not answering me and I'm, I find no rest. But he reminds himself, like, there is this truth. You're holy and you're enthroned on the praises of Israel and our fathers trusted in you and they were right to do so because you delivered them. And honestly, that was just like, man, I felt convicted in that moment just because like, I'm not, I'm not following it up. I'm, I'm telling God, Hey, I feel forsaken by you. I, I'm angry at you. I have no rest and that I'm ending it there. And that is when the enemy comes in quick and he comes in hard because he's like, yeah, God did forsake you. He did say that. And he's not. And then he starts to, to lie to you that he doesn't have a deliverance. But when I read this in Hebrew, 
It is so powerful, you guys. I don't know if you know what uh, Jesus' name in Hebrew is, but it's Yeshua. And so when I read this, let me find what verse it is. Um, okay. Ali, Ali, Lama, Azav, Azavtani. Why have you forsaken me? Rachok, Far, Mi, Mi Yeshua, Mi I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm reading it straight. I'm not, not good with my pronunciation. But Rechok me Yeshuati. So if you think about Yeshuati is my deliverance, far from my deliverance. Yeshua, the root of that is Jesus, is Jesus' name. And so David is saying like, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you far from saving me? Or in another translation, my deliverance is far away. But the word for deliverance is Jesus. And it just reminded me that like in here, he's saying like far from my deliverance. But we can be reminded that Jesus is no longer far from us. He is closer than ever. He is much closer. Even though David, the man after God's heart, had an extremely close relationship with God, he was not as close to Jesus as we are now. As we are, we have the New Testament. We can read his exact words. We have like a one-on-one relationship with him. We can we can pray and pr- like sing our praises to him. We don't have any need to make sacrifices. We have no need for a temple. There's nothing divided us. The curtain has been torn. And Jesus is right there. He's no longer far away. And it is so, so easy to lose sight of that, that this is something that people haven't always had. The the relationship that we are able to have with Jesus is something that has only been available to us since he died on the cross for us. And we need to be reminded we're forgetful, forgetful people. But there's like, I, I don't remember, I recently read something about how often the word remember is in the Bible. And I don't know the exact statistic, but it is a lot of times that God commands the people of Israel to remember, or he sets something in motion like the Sabbath, the Sabbath itself, the purpose of it. If you read it in Deuteronomy uh, 5, it says, so that you remember that I delivered you. The Sabbath is so that we can remember that we were delivered by God. And in that context, he's saying, I delivered you out of slavery from the Egyptians. And now, post-cross, it is so that we can remember that he delivered us from slavery to sin. And so that is just, to me, that was a very powerful reminder. And in this like hard time with so many unfortunate and evil and like disheartening things going on in the world, it's easy to forget these things. And I've been living the last week or so in a state of like, I wouldn't even say depression. I would just say defeat. Like, ugh, it just feels so hopeless. You know what I mean? And I, I know I'm not the only one out there. And so guys, I don't have the answers, but I do have scripture. And I really, really was encouraged by this today. And so instead of getting on here and telling you guys something I learned about leadership that may or may not be relevant, I know that this is going to be far more relevant for you guys and where you might be right now. So I encourage you to read through the Psalms and learn from how David prayed to the Lord, because it is it is just so interesting that we have an entire one. Like, I don't know, the biggest book in the Bible, I think, um, at least the Old Testament is all praises and prayers to God. And we have something to learn from and to see how other people prayed to him. And that was really encouraging for me today. So a bit of a shorter one for you guys. I just really wanted to um, encourage you in that. Hopefully um, that applies to where you might be right now. Go through, read Psalm 22, download the Blue Letter Bible app. It'll give you the um, 
direct like uh, original Hebrew or Greek to whatever you're reading and the definitions for it. You don't have to read, be able to read Hebrew or Greek. It's laid out very easily um, for you to know what the original words said. Um, And I often find little pieces of information that God is trying to teach me through that. So I encourage you to go to those resources and um, God can handle it. If you're mad at him, he can handle it. But you have to make sure that you being angry at God is not a gateway for the enemy to feed you lies. And you need to combat that with praises. God, you are holy and you're enthroned on the praises of Israel and you, our fathers, trusted and you deliver them and follow that up not only with praise, but with truth. Like remind yourself he delivers and he saves. And that is exactly what Jesus came to do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Strength and Dignity. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave us a rating and review. That would help us out a lot with the algorithm so we can reach more people looking for encouragement in their faith journey. Hope you tune in next time.